It's his second time through and he hasn't even taken a hit yet. He's a wizard. Do you realize how many outside systems I've gone into? How many programs I've appropriated? You were recruited by the Star League to defend... To defend the frontier against Zur and the Kodan Armada. I love the power glove. It's so bad. Just keep your power gloves off her, pal, huh? Damage report! Guidance system out. Auxiliary steering out. Defense! She won't answer the helm. What do we do? We die. Hello, you're listening to the Gamers Must Die podcast. I'm your host, Ben Malahan, here with my co-host, Alex Moreau. How you doing? And my other co-host, Jared Riley. Hello. All right. Well, we're back with another episode, and Sarah, our ombudsman, is out this week, so we're just going to be totally just running wild here. No fact checks, no nothing. We're I feel so lost screwed. without her. You feel lost? I feel lost. I'm just, I'm just so sad. Well, last week, at the very end of the podcast, we uh, talked with Becky a bit about Ori and the Blind Forest. She was really big on Ori and the Blind Forest. So I bought that on Xbox One a couple days ago. Booted it up, and uh, it loaded, and the title screen was beautiful. The music was great. Started loading, and it went... And froze, hard freeze. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, well, that's fucking. You're like bizarre. we're off to a great start. Yeah. So I restarted. I figured it's just an isolated incident. I restarted my console. Same exact thing again. It's like, what the fuck? And then I looked online. And apparently, there's a lot of bugs in the Xbox One version. That's people, unfortunate. People are having that problem. So that. a very limited first impression. Then. Yeah. Did I mean, you I ever get I couldn't past try. the bug? Uh, no, I just after those two <laughs> tries, I just gave the fuck up. I'm like, oh you know my what? Gosh. I'm just gonna wait till they patch this, and I don't want to play it that bad. So um, that's my experience. They probably should have uh, done a little bit more quality control. I would say. I, yeah, apparently, <laughs> it's just the Xbox One that's afflicted. So really, apparently, what other systems is this game for? Just PC right now. I'm it's- just flabbergasted that they didn't catch this bug. Well, I mean. Every Xbox One's slightly different, I guess, based upon what it has installed on oh, it. Oh, okay. The, all this sort of, you know, it's just one of those things. But yeah, it's definitely aff- afflicting a fair number of people. I mean, people can get into the game, but then it freezes fairly often for them once they do still. so. Huh, bummer. Yep. So, and then you, inspired by that, were, were too <laughs> cheap to buy Ori in the Blind Forest. Okay so, my st- okay, so after we talked about Ori in the Blind Forest, I was just like, oh, I'm going to go play that so we can discuss it next time. So I went out to buy it. Um, but you see, $20, I know that we were bitching about people bitching about the price of games just like two weeks ago, but I don't know if I want to pay it $20 for Ori in the Blind Forest. I might wait for it to go in discount or to see some more stunning reviews. To but- be clear, I wasn't bitching about people bitching about paying for games well no <laughs> i wasn't bitching about people saying the game's too expensive i was bitching that like if you went on a message board for ori in the blind forest and posted hey guys should i buy this game is it worth 20 dollars?" then i would think you're a fucking retard gotcha gotcha okay so i in the privacy of my own living room decided that it was not worth 20 dollars to me quite yet okay so um i went booping around and looked for similar games um, just because I had suddenly jonesed myself up about uh, like a 2D platformer with an artsy style. Yeah. And I found Child of Light, which I had actually been following in its development stages. And the release date just tar- entirely went over my head. So um, I bought that instead and have been messing around with it. 
and that has been treating me very well. Really? Uh, firstly, it did not freeze after the title screen. <laughs> That's good. So good job, Child of Light. Um, it has some gorgeous, gorgeous visuals. A lot of the backgrounds seem like uh, they're hand-painted. Okay. It's like hand-painted watercolor aesthetic. And um, it's got a really nice sort of soothing soundtrack with really kind of creepy undertones. So as far as just like the game aesthetic goes, it's top notch. Like I would say, oh gosh, maybe nine out of ten or eight point five out What's of ten. What's the gameplay for me. like? Is it Metroidvania? Gameplay is Metroidvania. <laughs> <laughs> you never heard that term? No. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> fuck you, Alex. Have you heard that term? Um, yes, I have. Okay, good. So but, was it Metroidvania? <laughs> <laughs> there are some similarities, but it's. Um, I've never heard it said aloud before. It sounds kind of weird saying it. But. It does. Just like a lot. It's like a lot of words that originate on the internet. They're not yeah. really meant to be said out loud. You Sorry. know, that doesn't come into the. You collision. guys are weird. <laughs> but um, gameplay does hold up almost as well as it looks do. It's so that's saying a lot. Um, the movement is a little bit floaty, which is actually nice given the mood of the game. It's okay. very sort of dreamlike, like Alice in Wonderlandy. So um, uh, that kind of affects the platforming gameplay a little bit. Um, it just makes it a little bit too easy to maneuver between what are supposed to be like difficult points. But um, the combat is really interesting and kind of threw me for a loop. I thought that it was just going to be a sort of like a 2D brawler. Mm-hmm. Like think like guacamelee or something like that. Another word but, should um, never be said out loud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel kind of dumb having said it now. But um, another I, thing I've never heard. <laughs> I thought it was just going to be like a, a melee in the actual like two D platformy sense. But um, whenever you encounter enemies, it transitions into like a pseudo turn based RPG. Whoa, what? Yeah, where you have like a party and spells and abilities. Oh, and well, color me interested. Yeah, right? <laughs> it had me right there when I fought my first enemy and it explained the combat system to me. I was like, okay. Okay. We'll keep going. It's, I quite like it. That's, uh, I mean, you said that you were jonesing for a indie 2D artsy platformer. There's like a billion of those. There, there are like a billion of those. So, I had to do a lot I, of. I have heard good things it. about Child of Light before. So. Yeah. Um, the last indie 2D platformer I played was uh, Trine 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. You play those? I can't say I have. They're good. They're pretty solid, kind of like physics platformers, um, kind of based on puzzles and stuff. It's pretty decent. So, um, cool. Well, Let's go ahead and get right into some gaming news. Let's do it. All right, Alex, what do we have on the docket today? Okay, so very recently it was announced that Hideo Kojima might be leaving Konami. Yeah, there was there was some rumors that because uh, Konami had taken him down from some of the, his name down from several of their websites, and there were some behind the scene rumors they weren't agreeing on stuff and. All that. So this was a big thing on the internet this week. Hideo or Hideo? Hideo. Hideo Kojima um, is leaving Konami. The question is, do you really care? I mean, I don't <laughs> Does anybody care? I don't I particularly care. care. I was. I, I know that this is going to get me a lot of flack from a lot of people, but I'm not a particularly big fan of the Metal Gear series. And that's it. pretty much is like number one hitter. So... Yeah. See, that's the thing. That's That was my reaction too because... And that's the reason I wanted to talk about this article... Because I'm not a fan of Metal Gear either. I don't get what the big deal is. The story is super crappy, and the gameplay. Eh. I mean, I. I mean, I can understand people liking it, but 
It's I'm, one of those games where it's like, it looks like fun if that's your thing. It's just not my thing. It seems yeah. like it does what it's supposed to do very no, well. No, I want to go out there as far as to say people who like it are just wrong and, and you know, <laughs> <laughs> that's something wrong with them. No, I'm I'm joking. It's, uh, I don't know, it just never appealed to me. Is that mm-hmm. the only game that he makes? Oh, he's had a lot of other games like, uh, oh gosh, let me see if I can name any off the top of my head. I think Police Knots. Never heard of it. Huh. See, Metal Gear Rising is like the only thing he's really known for. Okay. But um, I know that he is working, or he has been working on the new Silent Hill game. Okay, so yeah, that's so what fans that were kind of concerned I'm emotionally about. invested in. Right, right. I never actually played the Silent Hill games, but I really liked that first Silent Hill movie. I don't know oh, you, yeah. Did you appreciate that? I've seen that movie that? so many times. Okay, all right. Yeah, so I really <laughs> dug that movie. So. I even watched the shitty second movie. Did you see that? I read a plot summary on Wikipedia. How John was Snow it? is in it. <laughs> oh, the guy who plays John Snow? Yeah, it was fucking awful. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's too bad. I pretty much, I just wanted to watch it to see how the monster designs translate into a movie. And the monsters did look really cool. It was just a really fucking shitty movie. Plot-wise, did it pick up from the second movie? Like, was it continuous? Or? Um, Yeah, the main character of the second movie is the daughter of the first movie. Okay, okay. So. Right. so, yeah, I mean, people are making a big deal about the Sideo Kojima thing, but I just, I... I mean, if he leaves, it's not like he's going to stop making games. He's not going to make games for mm-hmm. Konami. Yeah, and- I care about um, Hideo Kojima as much as I care about him working with Guillermo del Toro. So right. <laughs> that's all that matters for me. Okay. So. In other news. <laughs> in other news. <laughs> okay. In other news, um, Bloodborne on PS4 has been making a really big splash lately. So Bloodborne, this is the game from From Software. Mm-hmm. Is that how you pronounce their name? Yeah. Okay. From Software? From Software. F-R-O-M. Yes, yeah. which can get very confusing when you first hear it. Like when you're reading articles and there's like, this was produced from software. And I'm like, well, yes, <laughs> well, everything obviously. Is. <laughs> but, um, huh. I wish we had our ombudsman here to tell us if it's like an acronym for something. But I think it's just from it's just software. from software. Okay. <laughs> there's a bunch of Japanese people wanted to fuck with us. Cause to they're, them, it's just some random, you know. <laughs> they're just miserable with naming things. Yeah, they kind of are. Um, yeah, so it's, it's basically the uh, spiritual successor to... Dark Souls and Demon Souls. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, like, I saw some of the early previews for it a while back, but I never really get into previews for games anymore because I don't like spoiling them for myself. So um, I didn't realize this would come out, but it's it's a big deal. And, and I looked at some of the screenshots and read some reviews. It looks a lot like Dark Souls. I mean, basically, it does. Um, it's a new Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. The graphics are about on par with the previous Dark Souls games. And, like, it's got that similar, like, sort of grim gothic look going for it. But I think it's, supposed to be placed in the 18th century and so instead of the whole medieval thing you've got like guns and right like slightly more modernized villages and things like that and it um, seemed like there was more um interaction with like npcs and stuff from what i read but i could be wrong about that i didn't i haven't read anything in particular about that yeah um i've read a lot about the um combat though it's apparently supposed to be very different from dark souls okay and okay that, souls. that's cool mm-hmm. it's supposed to be very aggressive like uh, it's very attack focused and uh, um in dark souls and demon souls there was a lot of like waiting for the opportune moment with your enemy right. and like you know defending yourself but in bloodborne it's all about attack 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 and a dot and throwing a dodge here and there when it's timely um, because there's actually a mechanic where you can regain health lost if you attack the person who took your health within the specific um, window of time. Oh, weird. Yeah, so it it leads you to being very aggressive. Huh. All right. Well, I mean, are there like fire 
pits and stuff like that. I read that there's instead of souls, you absorb blood echoes from your enemies. Oh yeah, yeah. There's <laughs> so no it's like, it's bonfires. Like the same game. Yeah, it is the I same mean, in a lot of ways. It's a continuation of, of that yeah. franchise, basically. Like I a blood appreciate echo. it. It's like a soul, but not called a soul, so it's something it's different. A, it's a blood, blood echo. echo. <laughs> a blood <laughs> echo. That's absurd. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no bonfires. Your save points are lampposts now. Okay, but it's the same concept. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> All right. No, I, I'm cool with it because I'd, I'd love to play another game. But however, it's a friggin' PS4 exclusive. Yeah, that's a real pain in the dick. Yeah. An I'm expensive kinda, one at that. Kind of. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, right? <laughs> it's kind of uh, kind of sad. Mm-hmm. I never played Dark Souls, so. It's probably going to be a pretty good system seller, though, because people love that series. And I mean, if I had a bunch of extra money sitting around right now, I might. Well, extra money and time, I should say. Mm-hmm. You know, I might make the puns for a PS4 because really if you have an Xbox One there's not a whole lot of exclusives e- on either side if you have a PS4 or Xbox One there's not a whole lot of reason to get the other at this point mm-hmm. so that might, might be the first big system seller cool um, next in news uh, the new 3DS almost didn't have the improved 3D which is weird to me which me begs see. the question what the fuck would it have, really? Right. Let me let me uh, dig here and find the quote. <laughs> the quote that didn't print. <laughs> Just a second. Let me pull it up. So no improved 3D, but it still has 3D, right? The th- new 3DS has new improved like eye tracking and shit for the 3D. So, so the 3D on the 3DS actually works and is cool for the first time ever. <laughs> but... The new 3DS almost didn't have that. Hold on, there's a quote. I'm it almost it just had the additional bumper buttons and the C-stick, I believe. And the faster processor. Yeah. But what game is even really taking advantage of that faster processor? Uh, none yet, actually. I mean, well, actually, I think a couple are because, like, Majora's Mask, if you run it on an old DS, you can't go back to, like, the home menu. You have to, like, quit out because it's using the all the CPU for the game rather than the home menu, too, and stuff. Huh. Isn't that kind of poor design? Well, it's trying to accommodate older systems when you release a slight update for your current system, which is really bizarre. <laughs> Hold on a second. I found the quote. Yay! It's Iwata talking to time. Uh, basically, what the story is is that the initial iteration of the new 3DS did not have the new 3D. And then uh, Shigeru Miyamoto. Shigeru? Shigeru? Close enough. Shigeru. <laughs> Shigeru. <laughs> Shigeru. Shigeru. I should probably know this. Anyway, uh, Miyamoto. Uh, Miyamoto. Miyamoto. Miyamoto-san. <laughs> Miyamoto-san. <laughs> um, had seen a prototype of like their next system they're working on or something that had the super stable 3D, 3DS. And then someone showed him the new 3DS a week later. He's like, I'm going to paraphrase. He's like, why the fuck does this not have <laughs> the stable 3D? And... Uh, he said, if we don't put this in it, there's no point in making the system. And I totally agree with him. I'm really glad they did it. I'm surprised. Why? No, I'm not surprised. Well, they need to stop making like these little tiny upgrades to their systems over. Like, well, at least a whole new system. You know, really, if you think about the new 3DS, it's really weird because. How, how many iterations of the DS in general have there been? Oh, DS, gosh. DS, DS all Lite, the way to 3DS. DSi. <laughs> and DSi XL. Mm-hmm. Let's not include the XLs. Okay. Yeah. Like, okay. Well, we won't. So we got those. like DS Lite, <laughs> DS, DSi, um, 3DS, 2DS, 2DS, new 3DS, new 3DS. <laughs> yeah, we're six. Is that six? Yeah. I mean, how fucking absurd is that, though? <laughs> <laughs> 
there was another article that I was going to do for news today that I didn't where the CEO or something of Twitch um, said that he thinks that the seven year console cycles are too long and that in the future, um, it'll be more like a two year cycle for consoles. God, that sounds awful. Like never buy a console. He's like, yeah, I think we're heading in that direction. Yeah. It's like, yeah, bullshit. However, I'll buy consoles in leaps if that happens. I know, right? Seriously, everybody will. Every like third generation or so. Yeah. The reason console gamers buy consoles is because you don't have to fuss with shit. I mean, it's it's works and it works for a long time. And, um, you know, there's a convenience factor about it. You don't have to have a super powered PC and worry about drivers being right or your system being just right for the game and... You know, devs, they always say that sort of shit, though. They're like, oh, yeah, we, we got to shorten these these cycles. But I mean, they always. Yeah, you're right. They do. The, the consumers have another idea. I mean, they're, they're going to keep making 360 games for a long time. Yeah, no, you're right. I, I don't I don't think it's actually going to happen. But the new 3DS is actually an example of that model. I mean, because when did the 3DS last come out? The XL. The XL came about came out about what was it? Two years ago. So two year cycle. Two years well, ago, well, yeah. it's Nintendo. They're so insulated and weird, and yeah, th- you're right. They are doing shit. their kind of own weird thing. <laughs> so I kind of appreciate that sometimes, though. Like at least they're trying. <laughs> right. No, in some ways, you're you're right. Yep. Okay, we have one more news item. Alex, do you want to tell us about it? Um, to be honest, there's not too much to tell. There's there are like tiny leaks of information for Mass Effect Four. Yay! I've got right here. Oh, my printout for this one actually worked. Hold on. <laughs> Let's see. The news is somebody said combat. Oh, somebody said this on Twitter. Chris Wynn. Combat is looking pretty great in the latest builds. Biotics plus weapons plus powerful hardware is amazing. And then they, somebody else said that they finished another milestone. The Mass Effect team finished another milestone on Twitter. It's really it's just saying that um, they're kind of confirming that it's probably going to be released in 2016 rather than 2017. So. But that's, they're not saying anything about the RPG elements, which is like all I care about. <laughs> the RPG elements? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's unfortunate. So quickly, guys, let's uh, have you rank the Mass Effect games from best to worst. Ooh. One, two, three. It's mm. easy. Mm. Two, one, never finished three. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite store on the Citadel. <laughs> 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 uh, really, two's better than one for you. I like two. I love two, actually. You know huh. what? I'm willing to say I love two. It took what um, one had going for it, reincorporated it, and then fixed all the little shitty things I didn't like about one, like the Mako. Hate the oh, Mako you're a Mako hater. I like I am the Mako. Mako hater. I enjoyed the Mako. I liked it so much more I than love planet the planet scanning. shit out of the Mako. Oh, the Mako yeah. was cumbersome, and it was just a pain in the butt for oh, me oh i love the mako if there if, if two had a mako it would have been perfect i had so many missions <laughs> ruined by a glitched out mako you know if they had done that well i might have appreciated more or if they had created planets with more of a landscape you just, just need like to learn how to drive a mako yeah okay a female driver in a mako <laughs> she's also a, she's, not a good combination she's part asian too so. <laughs> <laughs> i felt like yeah double whammy are you are you part canadian too because then you're really fucked <laughs> oh yeah that's right <laughs> No, I'm just, I only have two excuses for how shitty my driving is. So. Your Mako driving. <laughs> it's just gender and race, not nationality, unfortunately. Her oh, Mako driving. <laughs> oh, man. As soon as I got in my Mako, I just went like 10 miles under the speed limit and turned without turning my blinker on. Like, um, I mean, the Mako wasn't like brilliant or anything, but I, for some reason, I really enjoyed it. I really like the stupid pro minigame. 
Did you really? I did. I oh, man. <laughs> I know. That's I'm like too Satan. Bad. But you didn't finish three. I didn't finish three. So why not? Honestly, I got it as... I Okay. Um, I know that we talked about pre-order games a while ago, but I was so excited for Mass Effect 3 that oh, yeah, I pre-ordered I mean. it. Um, and so I got it the day that it came out, um, played it for like four hours, and then I was like, I don't know. It's just not doing it for me. Hmm. It was. It felt more like a first-person shooter than the other two. Yeah, there was definitely that. I mean, the RPG elements were just a little bit lacking. And yeah, it's kind of RPG light. It wasn't really that different from Mass Mass Effect Two, though. No, they were pretty similar. Um, yeah, so I'd rank them one, two, three for me personally. I've played through one a lot. One's a great game. I've played through one like three times now. Yeah. So even though I've played through Mass Effect Two less, I still kind of like it more. It just like this. The whole story just has like. It's just like a perfect story, pretty much, like the first game. Yeah. No, it's a very complete story. I will admit that I didn't quite like the ending of the second game. It just seemed a little bit far-fetched and kind of like super villain dumb. Yeah. No, that was pretty dumb. Uh, well, speaking of ending, ending of the third game is what really <laughs> broke my heart. Um, yeah. All right. So that's the end of news. We sh- usually now be going to the halftime checkup with Sarah. But she's not here because she's enjoying her spring break. Who even, who does that? Oh, what a jerk! Wasn't she like going to go like cosplay somewhere or something? Shh. If she does, we're gonna have to make her show us pictures and make fun of her. <laughs> <laughs> but how crappy her costume is! Listen, and... we won't give her any warning either. Next time we're recording, we'll just hold up her pictures, like printouts, and be like, "So we see you cosplayed." Yeah, <laughs> last actually, week. it'll be a good test for whether or not she listened to this. Because if she, I don't think if she, she listens, does, she'll yeah, she listened to the first two eventually. I think. <laughs> Anyway, we won't quit until she cries. Right. <laughs> the goal is to make her cry. <laughs> All right. So we'll be back in a bit. Okay. So during the break, Alex was just telling us about her driving woes. Can you tell me for a second? You can't parallel park. I can't parallel park. I can't parallel park. I have almost no spatial awareness when I'm in a car. I'm very good at going the speed limit and turning on my blinker when I'm supposed to, but I can't tell if you're two feet away from me or two miles away from me. <laughs> so what do you blame more for this? Your your genes or your gender? Uh, I think it's just in my heart and soul. I wasn't meant to be a driver. <laughs> Well, that's why you don't like Mass Effect 1. It's really your fault. Yeah, yeah I'm glad that you mention it. <laughs> I like how uh, she's not wearing her headphones, so she didn't hear that music. Oh, we were playing some badass music. Oh, while I doing can that. still hear the music. Oh, your okay. sound okay. piano music. Oh, yeah, man. thanks for that. Oh, good. <laughs> I was going to say it was like, and Your what? tone was perfect for not hearing that music. <laughs> um, all right, we're back. We have a few more things to talk about here. Just... Uh, I don't know, random stuff. Um, next week, we're going to try some, uh, play around some new segments and make the show a bit more structured, especially in the second half. So. What are some of the old segments we used to do? Like, um, favorite thing of the week or no, something? No, it was worst thing that happened to us this the week. The worst thing that happened to us this Are we week. talking just in video games or just like in life overall? Kind of a life overall. It could, it could, yeah. It could I remember doing overall. that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was, was a good segment. segment. Yeah. Maybe we should bring it back. We should. Um we uh, Sarah had an idea for doing like a top five list every week, like top five, you know, favorite RPGs. We talk about that for you know, a little bit. Have you got any emails from uh, any listeners yet? We have not told anybody about this podcast. We do not have <laughs> listeners yet. 
<laughs> yeah, so we can't really get user feedback, can we? For uh, no, segments. next week though <laughs> is when we're gonna start uh, telling people about it, and that's when we'll start like doing comment giveaways and. Blah, I told blah, blah. my mom about it. Nice. My mom listens. Did she? <laughs> she wow. Does. Oh, man, she, she has no idea mad what's at, going on. What you're driving this episode. <laughs> Super pissed. <laughs> She'll just be like, "You brought your whole gender and race back like two hundred years." I know, right? <laughs> you know what you're getting into. <laughs> um, okay, so the thing I want to talk about, actually, let's just do this way: things that each of us want to talk about this week. I have one thing. I think you guys each have one thing. So I'm going to talk about my thing first. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> I. Uh, noticed online somehow that the dreamcast runs in 480p if you run it through vga and so there's a vga attachment you can get for it and the dreamcast will run in 480p which is crazy because i don't think the ps2 did uh for certain games you can like sort of like hack it a little bit to do it okay i know the gamecube certainly didn't the wii barely did (laughs) uh i don't know about xbox but this is like 1999 and Sega was already thinking, you know, kind of HD level. Not that 480p is HD. That's like ED. It's ED, enhanced definition. Okay. Very old term. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I bought one of these VGA boxes. Um, they're like 25 bucks on the interwebs. <clears throat> That's also a thing that you should never say out loud. The interwebs? Yes. Shit, you're right. Oh, I'm really, actually, I'm really embarrassed for having said that. All right. Let's just wrap it up. <laughs> I'm done. Go home, Ben. <laughs> but you are home, so. Yeah. You're going to your room. Yeah. Get out of your garage right now. <laughs> yeah. Games look super awesome, super crisp and vibrant colors. And yeah, Soul Calibur look pretty good. I mean, Soul Calibur, I need to do a comparison because I actually have my 360 hooked up to that TV too. Um, a comparison between Soul Calibur on the Dreamcast and then the Xbox Live Arcade version hmm. and see how they look because I bet you they'd be pretty close. Probably. Sweet. Yeah. Anyway, so I was pretty impressed by that. And uh, got to watch Jared doof around with it for like 30 minutes before recording the podcast. (laughs) Right. And also, (laughs) yeah, I was playing Pod Racer. Love that game. (laughs) (laughs) It's another opportunity to make fun of how, you know, uh, Nintendo didn't have HD till just now with the Wii U. So I I wanted to play this classic audio clip. Genesis does what Nintendo don't. Classic commercial. Genesis is a great system. Oh, though. God. I watched the whole. Actually, we should link that YouTube video for that whole commercial. Like, Nintendo doesn't do this. Like, there's like singing about it and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it's awesome. Old video game commercials in general were hilarious. You're right. Absolutely right. I Except- watched one. Um, this will be slightly relevant to what we're going to talk about later, but I watched one earlier today. It was a, um Ocarina of Time ad, and it's showing these clips of like. Link fighting monsters and it's just like will you rescue the girl and then it shows him like saving Princess Zelda and it said or will you play like a girl <laughs> that is great that is like that. that's hilarious we should find the sound for that mm. <laughs> uh, well let's just use that to segue right into what you want to talk about oh yeah Um, recently my friend linked me yet another article to uh, female portrayals in video games and it just had me thinking for a little while now unfair portrayal of women in video games and like unrealistic views of like female bodies and things like that right the whole lack of variety the whole, all women are skinny and they wear skimpy armor and this and this and that mm-hmm. they all have Aren't like they? at least double d boobs and right <laughs> that, that is all women right 
I mean, like, no, clearly, if you look woman. at me, I'm, like, at least working, like, J's here, right? <laughs> <Jesus>. So. <laughs> J's for Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. But, yeah, I just wanted to talk about how you guys feel about ladies in video games and their portrayals. Okay. Well, so we'll, we'll go out there with our opinions first. Ambivalence. Jared, just total ambivalence. <laughs> I mean, what else can I say? <laughs> I don't know. What What's on your mind? What do you think about it? I don't care. Right. So you don't think about it. <laughs> Which is generally my answer. I don't really think about it. Um, apart from, you know, occasionally you'll see games that are just totally, usually it's Japanese games that are just totally, you know, have the bouncy boob physics. Oh, like and, Dead or Alive Beach Party? Yes. Yeah. Um, actually, I just saw another article I almost grabbed a sound clip for to talk about today was for Dead, Al- Dead or Alive 5, or whatever the latest one is, hasn't been released yet. There's footage coming out where, like, as you fight, it does damage to the fighter's clothing so oh oh my gosh i actually know this um i know this game's name hold on something Uh, weird it is something weird it's something great because it's a pun um Mm. (laughs) oh gosh i don't think i can remember it right now off the top of my head but i've actually seen i've actually seen the game played in person god if only we had our ombudsman here she wasn't off enjoying spring break i don't think she would be able to find it (laughs) i oh man i saw this um japanese video game where the um, protagonist is a guy, he's a vampire slayer. And how do you kill vampires? You expose them to sunlight. Well, what better way to expose them to sunlight than to rip all their clothes off? Wow. So you play the game like running around, like beating the shit out of people. You like punch their clothes off (laughs) to kill them. Huh. With sunlight. That's a different way to kill vampires. Now, was it focused on like, what was it? Like the women had like. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so Dead or Alive 5 is a classic example of Japanese culture being super perverted and uh, weird. Anyway, so the latest version, like the more you fight, the more your clothes get ripped off and all the fighters are females with, yeah, like double Ds and ugh. It's just, it's just <laughs> like it doesn't bother me. I just, I'm not really into it either. I'm not into it at all. Like it doesn't do anything for me. Like but it's th- video game women. That, that's more of an obvious <laughs> case. They're more talking about like, for example, this Overwatch game. Oh, Yeah. Um, Overwatch is a game. I think they have a cast of what is it like twenty people now, something like that. I don't know like diddly about Overwatch. Okay. I I only know the controversy that surrounds the girls it's, it's in the game. It's a MOBA, right? Silly. Huh? Is it a MOBA? I, again, I know diddly okay, right. about so Overwatch. I, I just heard the name. Okay, okay, we'll <laughs> it's roll with it. Fine. Um, there's been a lot of criticism about the girls that are in the game though, because they all seem to have like one distinct body type, like lean, skinny, big boobs. Like same yeah. character type all around, so it's been under a lot of scrutiny. Um, partially in reaction to that, the um, company that created the game released a new character who is like this huge buff chick with like a giant weapon, and she's supposed to like entirely defy all the previous female characters. Right. But um, but now she is under scrutiny <laughs> because they're just like, well, you just went on the entirely opposite end of the spectrum <laughs> right, to fix right. the problem. You could right. have just designed like a somewhat like normal looking <laughs> athletic young woman. You right, didn't right. have to like bust out like a female version of like Hulk Hogan. The article but, you um, linked described her as a man with boobs. Yes. So, man with boobs character. Yeah. Man with boobs character. Mm-hmm. But the, the whole article also pointed out that the females in the game actually do have varying body types and yeah. skin colors. and. But you see with that, I would slightly disagree with the author because okay. she's trying to point out like all these really subtle nuances between the different, between the different female characters okay. and uh, they still look pretty fucking similar to me. Yeah. They have like slight height differences. Like, ooh, maybe one person has slightly longer legs, but they're still 
they still have like somewhat the same body type. So I do disagree with her in that regard. However, I really appreciated a lot of the other points that were made in that article. Um, the author was talking about how uh, there's this sort of lashing out against um, sexy ladies yeah, in video right, games. Right. It's so uh, there's a lot of pull to take things to the entirely opposite end of the spectrum um, from like your typical like dead or alive, like big boob girls and just like only produce like um, masculine, like entirely independent, entirely cool female characters. Right. And I think that the key to all this is moderation. Right. I, I mean, I can appreciate like a very sexy lady in a video game, but I could also appreciate a little bit more variety in my character choices. Mm -hmm. So what I'd really like to see in the industry is just like, I want to have my cake and eat it too. I want my sexy, big, busty ladies, and I want my, like, petite, athletic ladies, and I want my giant Hulk Hogan ladies. (laughs) Like, I would just like to be able to choose. Yeah. Um, The question is, is there really that much variety for the male models in games? Oh, if you look at Overwatch, there definitely is. Is there? There's a height difference. There's, like, a four-foot-tall to, like, an eight-foot-tall male model. Are there kind of, like, fatter guys or... Yeah, because you, you have like the portly muscular guys, like okay, dwarf right. characters and things like okay. that. You'll have, or like, you know, Tank from Team Fortress. So you'll, not to say that you have like necessarily obese characters to play with all the time, but you do have like different body types. Yeah. What is this game exactly? We don't know. We don't know. We're, we're just talking about Overwatch. <laughs> and Sarah's not here, so we're totally lost. <laughs> What's the genre of it? We don't know. We don't know. And we're not going to look it up. <laughs> okay. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I don't even care then. <laughs> Uh, this whole issue that boils down to me though, like Jared said, I don't really think about it. I don't care. And I think that some of the people who get really up in arms about it need to just cool their jets and, and calm down. However, <laughs> and stop I, masturbating the video game women. Wait, the people who are getting upset about it aren't the ones doing that. Oh, I'm, I'm guessing the people getting upset at the people who enjoy it. Then <laughs> it's just uh, being upset about the lack of diversity in the games. My, my whole thing is, is if it fits the story in the game um go for it go for it but i I would not want to be forced to when i make a game make sure i have all my bases covered every time you know yeah that sounds awful so um i totally understand it's it's, you know obviously the majority of games have women who um are very skinny and attractive and you know have skimpy armor and this and that so yeah i've noticed that and i could definitely see that being an issue on some level but Got to put this all in context here. We're talking about video games. Yeah. I'm not looking for variety in like a singular title either. Like I'm not expecting every video game to come out with like 15 different female characters. Yeah. It's just I want more variety like in like titles as a whole. Right. And I am getting that, which is nice. I will lay it out there that I'm not just like a proponent of like female variety. I want more male character variety as well. I'm going to use this podcast as my platform to say that I would appreciate some male characters that aren't just your typical like Han Solo, athletic, macho, with a little bit of Tim stubble. Drake guys. A little bit of stubble. So basically every <laughs> video game character looks no, like No, think about me. it. Every male lead now is like, Kind of muscular, um, manly looks just guy, just like me, with a little bit of stubble. Looks just like just, Jared. Looks just, just like, like me, like <laughs> identical. It's like awesome. Commander Shepard, the default, just like me. Yeah, uh, Nathan Drake, just like Jared. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the guy from The Last of Us. Um, forgetting the name. Lead, Last of Us. The Last of Us lead character. Yeah. Yeah. Him. Bioshock Infinite. Right. Right. Bioshock. Yeah. So anyway. But yeah, I would like to see more variety on the male character end too. So let's not strip like 
over-sexualization away from women. Let's just like give it in equal amounts to guys. There you go. Perfect. That's a good solution to me. <laughs> Piss everybody off. That, that's always the best solution. Yeah, just like burn everything. Exactly. I just like gameplay. I don't care about anything else. <laughs> All right, Jared. Let's get right to you then. What's what's your thing you want to talk about this week? Well, I went to Disneyland, right? Yeah. Last week. That's why you were gone. One of my favorite things to do over there is to go to the Starcade in Tomorrowland. Yeah. Which is uh, this big ass arcade that over there. Uh, it was closed. There's no more Starcade. What the fuck? Had the machines been moved out and all that? Yeah, it was an empty room. Jesus. <clears throat> what are they putting there? I don't know. Nothing. <laughs> Probably in there a ride or a restaurant or whatever. Or store. I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite store on the Citadel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, I came back home, and today I went to the mall. I was like, oh, I'm going to play some DDR because I never got my DDR fix in, with, in Disneyland because I always like to play a lot of DDR there and impress all the little kids. Uh, <laughs> and all like the 14-year-old girls oh like, the older guy is pretty good at DDR. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's always been the case. It's like okay. a big selling point for you. <laughs> it's huge. I, c- I still got my moves. Yeah. They're, they're tight. <laughs> so I, I went to the mall, you know, Bellis Fair, Bellingham, Washington, where we live. Uh, went to the arcade. No more arcade. Arcade's gone. I looked. I walked the entire fucking mall to see if they moved locations. Yeah, it's just gone. Can we get that sad piano music playing again while you continue <laughs> yeah, lamenting? Yeah, actually, I'm going to go ahead and start. Just put that in post. No, do it right now. <laughs> there we go. Fuck it. We'll do it in post. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to hear more about the arcades. The arcades are gone, huh? The arcades are gone, man. I'm just so sad. I don't know what to do with myself. What am I going to do if I want to play DDR on a DDR machine now? You can't. I just can't. Oh, God, you're going to have to find a pad. Oh, those pads, those pads that slip on the floor and those shit. Those are fucking awesome. I own two pads for the PlayStation 2. Well, maybe now you suck. can buy a machine. <laughs> <laughs> and all the songs kind of suck on my PS2 version of DDR. Oh, speaking of Dreamcast, that's how we first got into it. We imported it. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, what are we going to do without arcades? What are we going to do without arcades? I don't know. I'm asking. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. I'm about to cry here. I'm sorry. That music was really big to me. All right. How about, like, in memory of arcades, let's talk about our favorite arcade games. What mm. did you go to arcades for? Mm. I actually went for pod racing. I went for Soul Calibur and uh, DDR. You went for pod racing, but Star oh, yeah. Wars Episode One. Oh, they have these giant. Um, have you guys ever been to a uh, GameWorks? Yep. In Seattle. Yep. They have like the giant pod racing machines in GameWorks. Oh, but that was, game was so hard. I could never like play it. It was great. You actually like were good at it. <laughs> I fucking wrecked people at that game. Nice. I went on a first date to GameWorks <laughs> and fucking destroyed my date at pod racing, and I never got called again. Weird how that goes. But I thought but, you were um, bad at driving. I. <laughs> oh, we, well, we got to pause here. First of all. I can't believe you're good at that game because that game is hard as fuck. It is. <laughs> Second, if a girl beat me at a video game on a date, that would actually be kind of awesome. I'd be totally into that. So I can't believe the guy didn't call you back. A lot of people <laughs> find it like weirdly emasculating because this isn't like the first time this has happened in my life. Really? We get all huffy about it like, I'm just not feeling too good today. I don't, <laughs> well, there's something in my eye. <laughs> I always hate those people who like you know, your friends or whoever you're playing with like locally video games and... You beat them and they get all pissy about it. It's like, dude, we're playing a game. Get over oh, yeah. yourself. Nobody cares. I had like an actual fight with one of my old boyfriends because I 
destroyed him at Pokemon every time we played. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. We even made sure to like clock in the same number of hours so that we were in comparable places in the game Whoa. and we would just play matches against each other like every day, every other day. And uh, it got messy. Wow. That's wow. But yeah, I went to arcades for Pod Racer, Pinball, and uh, oh gosh, what's another really good one? Pinball is classic. Pinball is classic. Yeah. It's awesome. Podracer, Pinball, and Marvel vs. Capcom. Like oh, yeah. Marvel vs. Yeah. Capcom. Yeah, see, I was always about the um, mm. like the co-op side-scrolling beat-em-ups, like those uh, like X-Men one. and Oh, yeah. Th- those were always pretty good. Remember the Simpsons one? The Simpsons one. <laughs> that was mm-hmm. so fun. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Those were always pretty solid. Those and light gun games. Oh, Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot about those. Those are very good. Yeah. Or like House of the Dead and stuff like that. Yeah. Played a lot of that, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, Do you think arcades will ever come back? No. no. Actually, I was going to say, I thought of this when you were talking about it earlier. Um, arcades now, like if you go to like a movie theater and there's some arcade machines, I saw one at our local theater. It's like this big setup. like It's an arcade cabinet setup with like a giant screen and sensors. It's fucking Fruit Ninja. <laughs> And you like swipe your arms. What the butt is Fruit wow. Ninja? It's a smartphone game. Like it's a popular smartphone game. So that's the route. That's the Arcade future. That's the future. Oh, God, They're going to upsize us. like Angry Birds. and. Oh. So arcades ninja. are just gone. Rest in peace. Oh, yeah. Rest in peace. All right. So I'm sad about that. Bummer. Well, I think uh, we probably have enough podcasts to call this a podcast. And next week, we're going to start telling people about the podcast. So next week, somebody might be listening who isn't our parents. Crazy. All right. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.